everybody. Welcome back to episode two of Orange Slice from OSU OKC, your slice of life podcast, bringing you uh, information, entertainment, all kinds of things we do here on campus. Uh, I'm Matt Price. I'm Director of Marketing Communications here at OSU OKC, and I'm here with our registrar, Hank Lankford. Uh, Hank, why don't you tell us about yourself a little bit and sure. kind of what you do here? Yeah, so my name's Hank Lankford. Like you said, I'm the registrar here. Um, our job in the registrar's office is really kind of behind the scenes, but we do touch a lot of different areas on campus. So we do everything from scheduling to veteran services to graduation and diplomas. That's all us. So yeah, that's a little bit about uh, the job. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. So right now we are kind of, we've just a week or two ago opened up spring enrollment. Sure. Summer enrollment is going to open up very soon as well. Yep. Um, maybe can you take uh, some of the people watching who maybe. Um, are thinking about applying to school, what's the process? What should they be thinking about? Sure, yeah. So um, you'll apply. We are an open admission school, which means if you apply, almost certainly you would be uh, admitted. So there are rules and regulations around that. That's really handled in admissions. Uh, But once you apply, they take you through that application process. You can find it on our website, osuokc.edu. It's very easy. Um, once you apply and you go through that process, once you're admitted and you're enrolled, then you become um, what we call matriculated. And then you become, uh, you're in the registrar's uh, area at that point. So you go from an admit to a student. And when, once you become a student, we're the ones who help you. Okay, so what's an average day look like for you? An average day for me, uh, every day is a little bit different. So I might come in to 100 emails um, over, over, uh, fall break, I came back after four days away to 184 emails. So those could be from students. Those could be from faculty or staff. Those could be from people in the community. And so our job, we don't make the rules, but we keep the rules. And so it could be everything from, I need to drop a class and I don't know how to, I have a student in my class who I haven't seen. They've never shown up. What do I do to, hey, this is the federal government, and we need to verify that this student is actually enrolled in your institution. So it could be anything that has to do with records, registration, or tracking of uh, student data. That's our area. Okay, so you see a lot of probably what's student data as far as what people are interested in maybe. Absolutely. What do you feel like are some of the growing areas here at OSU OKC? So we have a very strong uh, nursing program here. Um, A lot of people in the metro know about our nursing program. It is our largest single program. We also have some really cool kind of, um, I don't want to call them multi-use, but very transferable degrees. We have um, what we call professional studies, which is new and it's coming out. And so that program kind of puts you into a health path or a STEM path at the moment, although you can use other areas. Uh, And those transfer very well into additional Uh, four-year degree. So you're going to earn that first two years here with us. You're going to take that associates with you into a four-year program. We also have a lot of AAS degrees, which I think we should be very proud of. We have things like construction. We have things, uh, we have a biomanufacturing set of certificates and an AAS that are coming online. So we want to get people out. So we're not just a feeder into two-year programs, but if you want a workforce degree, we are a wonderful place to come to find that stuff. Okay, so I think those are two very separate but interesting things that we do. And you you don't automatically have to decide necessarily. You do not. 
Um, you can come in thinking maybe you're a transfer and then deciding, oh, wait, this looks like a great career yep. move that I can make in just two years. Absolutely. Um, so what are some of the strongest workforce programs? Some of the bigger workforce programs that we have, our construction technology program is really well known. A couple of years ago, we were actually featured in some of the local news. We were involved in a project where we helped student, uh, our students helped build small, uh, tiny houses for the homeless population. So that's something that, as I was an advisor for that program, I was very uh, excited about. I remember that very well. So that's a pretty big one. Some of the other big ones are, um, oh, man, I don't know. We have a great surveying. Uh, right. Yeah, so if you're just interested in kind of what that looks like. So we have all those kinds of things. Our STEM programs are holding their own uh, and growing as time goes on. We have a great AAS in management, so we have other things like that. So you could take that and say, you you know, you wanted your own small business. Our AAS and management is a great way to, to get into that. And one thing people may also not know is, um, and this is something you schedule, I believe, is there's a lot of night and online classes if people are in the workforce already and maybe can't yep. commit to being Absolutely. on campus nine to five, but want to get that degree. Yeah. So a big percentage, I, I don't know off the, exactly off the top of my head, but I would say 50 to 60% of our uh, classes are online. So not everything is 100% online. You can't choose every single degree and say, this is going to be 100% online. But there is an online option for the majority of the courses that we schedule. Absolutely. Um, so let me also ask, so that's kind of a workforce track, but sure. other people may come in and think, well, I'd like to, I don't, maybe have the grades to get into a bigger school or I haven't been to school in a while and I'm not really confident with a really big yeah. uh, situation, but I'd like to come here and get started and maybe transfer out. You guys handle, I guess, a lot of that transfer paperwork and how Absolutely. to help people through it. Yep. Um, our two biggest transfer, what we call feeder schools, are UCO and OSU Stillwater, although we have great connections with, I would say, every four-year school in the state. Uh, it's very common. But a lot of our students uh, end up at UCO or uh, at Stillwater. We also, through the National Student Clearinghouse, can track where students go. Oddly enough, we have a lot of students that end up in New Mexico, uh, which is uh, just a weird little fact. I'm not sure why that is, but, yeah. but that's part of what we do, too. So Beautiful place. When you leave us, uh, we kind of use some federal databases to check and see where people go. So we see New Mexico quite a bit, which is, a, like I said, an odd little thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, something else you guys do in your office that you mentioned a bit at the top, um, but maybe you could expound on a little bit, uh, is the veteran services. Absolutely. Our veteran service coordinator's name is uh, Debbie McCoy. She's been in higher ed for about 10 years. She has a very solid career here at OSU OKC. Debbie is an expert at what she does. So she knows everything about, hey, I'm Chapter 35, I'm this, I'm that. So if you are a veteran yourself, if you are the child of a veteran, anything like that. If you've gotten approved to use VA benefits at all, Debbie is a one-stop shop. She knows the answer to everything, and without her, my office would be lost. <laughs> yeah. So if so, if you're a veteran watching this and you've thought about, absolutely, are there, are there options for me to go back to school? We, we certainly yeah. have answers to a lot of those kind of type of questions. We have a great set of programs for those people who've been through the military. Uh, a lot of those skills are very transferable into some of our programs. And so if you're a veteran and you're in the metro area and you're just kind of, I'm not really sure what I want to do, you know, come check us out. We have a team that is passionate. 
that cares. And we have real programs that can translate a lot of your skills into real workforce experience. All right. Well, I mean, that's terrific. Something else that you're very involved in is uh, graduation, right? Absolutely. So our uh, graduation coordinator's name is Jackie. Jackie is a spitfire. She's a little Scottish woman. And, uh, you know, a lot of people could listen to her read a phone book, but she knows the answer to everything around um, graduation audits, which is the process we go through. Once you apply for graduation, you sort of become our student. Uh, you move sort of into a dual role between your academic advisor and Jackie in our office. And they work together to make sure that you've met every single requirement, and that everything is going uh, straight through. Jackie's going to hit her busy season in the spring because obviously we're gearing up for a commencement. So in March, she's going to have a transfer fair. We're going to have those feeder schools that we send students to uh, here on campus. We're going to have a photographer to take your picture for your graduation, uh, wearing your graduation regalia. We're going to have people here to talk about diploma covers and jobs and just all that stuff. So Jackie's getting really ready for um, gearing up for the spring semester. But like I said, she is the one who uh, makes sure your diploma gets printed and sent to you. So Jackie should be your friend when you're nearing the end of your time with us. So what's the timeline on that? They start looking into that beginning of next semester, sort of? Yeah. So like, if you're going to graduate in the spring, you need to apply probably by about December 15th. So that it gives Jackie plenty of time to have a look at your record because she's looking at every single person who's applied. So if you're planning on getting close to graduation, think about applying to graduate, um, you know, six months ahead of time. That's going to save you a lot of headache because nobody wants to be that person who says, what do you mean I still need one more class? <laughs> yeah. Apply to graduate while you have enough time to pick up anything you might be missing that you maybe didn't think about. So pretty soon if you're Absolutely. a senior then or in that whatever we depending on where you're at but yep. if you're a semester away from graduating yep have that conversation with your advisor pretty soon they can lead you in the right direction but sooner is better than later when it comes to graduation for sure all right yeah um very good so um, we talked about some of the highlights of what your office does um Talk a little bit just as we get kind of towards the end here. Your journey here is the lunch because you were here and then you left and, and you came back. Yeah. What are some of the things that, that drew you drew you maybe to OSU OKC the first time? And what made you think, oh, you know what? I'd like to go back there. Yeah, I'm actually really passionate about the kinds of things we teach here. My father has his own construction business. He worked it from the ground up. He started working with his dad when he was 11 or 12 years old. And he has been in charge of building all the inner banks all of the domino fuel stops in the state of Oklahoma and numerous thousands of houses over his 55 year career. So I come from a family and from a place that knows the value of this kind of education and this kind of work. And I think in a state like Oklahoma, we're absolutely critical to giving people the career and the pathway that they need to be successful in life. And whatever that looks like, that's up to you. You know, it doesn't have to be a four year degree. I'm a product of that sort of two-year, here's a skill set, go make a living with it. So I'm very passionate about what we do here. Um, my own journey, I am a librarian by uh, degree, but um, <clears throat> I've worked in higher ed for, I don't know, 15 years, and my family and I moved back to Oklahoma, and I knew OSUOKC was a real thing, and I just started looking and watching. And so about four or five years ago, I came here as an advisor. I was the STEM advisor for 
uh, several months and then I went to the library and then I came back. So now I'm back as the registrar and uh, my goal is to be here as long as they'll have me. All right. Well, great. Well, we are glad to have you here at OSU OKC and glad to have you here on uh, the second episode of Orange Slice, the OSU OKC podcast. Thanks for all that great information. That's a lot of good stuff. Uh, you know, follow up uh, students if you're watching this and he's giving you a lot of great tips on where to go to find answers to a lot of different questions. Um, and we're going to continue to bring you answers to questions. We hope as we continue this show, uh, aiming for weekly releases here uh, on YouTube or Spotify or wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. But for Hank Langford, I am Matthew Price. And thank you for checking out Orange Slice.